Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. Melbourne is in for a wet and smoky day as the East Coast rain bomb moves in over Victoria. The thick smoke blown in from bushfires burning in the state's northeast has caused air quality ratings in the city to plummet to hazardous levels. It's hoped showers, along with strong winds, will be enough to clear the smoke this afternoon. Those showers are forecast to fall across much of the state, including the fire-ravaged East Gippsland and up to to the northwestern border. The weather system, which is expected to bring relief to exhausted firefighters, will then move north. The low pressure trough will see rain in southern New South Wales today before it moves across Sydney tomorrow. Up to eight millimetres will fall across the city tomorrow and even more on Friday and Saturday. Showers and storms are also forecast for Sydney on Sunday and on Monday. We're about to pay more at the supermarket checkout with the price of vegetables and meat set to rise because of the bushfire crisis. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra for us today. Olivia, supermarkets are being warned not to shortchange our farmers. Yeah, now there are about 19,000 farmers and fishers who have been affected by these bushfires, so consumers will inevitably have to pay more. Vegetable prices expected to jump by 50%. The cost of meat and milk also set to rise, given the widespread damage to crops. Livestock's been wiped out and farmers still struggling with those hot and dry conditions. The Prime Minister's announced farmers will be given up to $75,000 each to immediately repair their properties and help them get back on their feet. He's also today announcing an extra $50 million for the charity sector, helping those families who are struggling. It'll be used for food vouchers, financial aid and support services run by charity groups. Emergency relief funding for fire-affected communities will also be increased by $40 million to be used for things like clothing, petrol, uh, bus tickets, electricity bills. That'll be handed out by the Salvos and the St Vincent de Paul's. Another $10 million as well uh, to expand financial counselling services, hoping that goes some way to helping those Australians who've lost everything. Matt. OK, thanks, Olivia. It's been revealed the Duchess of Sussex did not take part in the historic royal crisis talks with the Queen. Meghan had been expected to dial into the summit from Canada, answering key questions from senior royals about her and Prince Harry's decision to step back from their roles. However, it said the pair decided it was not essential for her to participate. The meeting, which was held at the Queen's Sandringham estate yesterday, resulted in Her Majesty approving 
approving the Sussex's plans, pending more details to be provided by the end of the week. Joe Hockey will be farewelled as Australia's ambassador to the US at a gala party in Washington, D.C. on Saturday. American political and business leaders are among some 400 attendees who plan to attend the bash, along with Australian power brokers. They include Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, Anthony Pratt, Lachlan Murdoch, Tony Abbott and Greg Norman. The former Treasurer's stint in the country has been widely praised for helping Australia maintain a close relationship with President Trump and his key advisers. His term finishes at the end of next week when he will likely be replaced by former Senator Arthur Sinodinos. More than 1,200 Australians have died while waiting for an NDIS package in just three years. The average wait time for the disability funding nationally is 121 days for children aged six and under, or 152 days for those aged seven and older. But in South Australia, it's a staggering 210 days. The federal government is expected to make good on its election promise to shorten wait times by rolling out a new NDIS policy from July the 1st. There are calls for further funding into the New South Wales juvenile justice system after prisoners ran riot at a Sydney jail yesterday. Three detainees managed to steal keys and get on the roof of Cobham Juvenile Detention Centre, sending it into lockdown. If there's an investment that needs to be had, well then we surely need to invest. We can't afford to have a situation where the inmates are the ones who seem to be running the system. The riot lasted two hours after an inmate surrendered to officers by launching himself into a swimming pool. It's believed a man who went missing in the Daintree rainforest three weeks ago deliberately avoided emergency crews searching for him. The 29-year-old vanished in December after walking away from his bogged ute near the upper Daintree village. He told police he survived by eating berries from the rainforest. But officers now believe he went to great lengths to hide from those trying to find him. Police have been forced to tranquilise large dogs to carry out a raid on a Sydney home, but will allege they were attacked by the occupant instead. The Auburn property was covered in cameras on the outside with drugs, cash and a pet python inside. The men who live in this Auburn home are without doubt security conscious, cameras everywhere, but they must have felt safe with police all over the property. Cops were wary of the dogs, so in went the experts with tranquilizer guns. Then out came the dogs, what looked to be a limp German shepherd, followed by his equally limp mate. Then a procession of items police labelled as evidence, apparent drug paraphernalia, small resealable plastic bags, cash, computer hard drives and what investigators allege was three quarters of a kilogram of cannabis. They arrested 21-year-old Abdulmanam Bucheta, charging him with drug supply, assaulting police and resisting arrest. They say every day in the cops is different and you don't know what you're going to expect today is certainly the case. Among the items they discovered in this raid today was this coastal carpet python for which you need a license. Any reptile needs to be on license. Uh, this guy unfortunately wasn't licensed so we just confiscate this and contact National Parks and get it rehomed to a, to a licensed carer. A man who claims to own the snake took pictures of police taking pictures then told us the snake's name. Yeah, Thomas. Can we, can we speak to you? No, mate. Becoming less chatty as we sought to speak with him. Do you know what this is about at all? No, mate. You got no idea? 
there's a suggestion maybe this is about uh, drugs, is that right? His following answer could be loosely translated as no, escaping into neighbours' backyards and climbing fences, but still engaging with our camera. Robert Ovadia, 7 News. Big Ted, Jemima and other characters from Play School will take on a new starring role, teaching kids how to avoid online predators and use the internet safely. It's part of a new campaign called The Early Years by the government's safety watchdog. Using familiar characters, it will encourage children to use kind words and let a grown-up know if they see something scary. Folate, or the supplement folic acid, is essential for the healthy development of a foetus during the early stages of pregnancy. But now a new study is looking at whether expectant mothers are overdosing on the vitamin. First-time mum Felicity Altman is a bundle of nerves and excitement. Now I'm getting closer to the due date sort of thing. I'm like, wow, I'm actually closer <laughs> and getting a bit more nervous now. Since that positive test, she's been taking a prenatal vitamin containing folic acid. It's vital during the first three months to reduce the risk of neural tube defects. Many expectant mothers continue to take the tablets throughout their entire pregnancy. But folic acid isn't needed after 12 weeks. The neural tube has closed by around 28 days post-conception. Um, so there's actually um, no evidence to say that taking it beyond that time is of any benefit. And now researchers want to know if pregnant women are potentially overdosing on folic acid. The liver can only um, metabolise a certain amount and once you get to, to that limit it just circulates in the blood. To find out exactly what's happening, Adelaide researchers are recruiting women between 12 and 16 weeks gestation to take part in a new clinical trial. Half of all participants will be given a multivitamin with folic acid, the other half without. They'll take a daily tablet until they reach 36 weeks. We compare the blood test that we took at the beginning and the blood test we took at the end um, and just compare the levels between the two groups. The studies are world first and for these researchers, it's just the beginning. Gertie Sperling, 7 News. Disgraced movie producer Harvey Weinstein has shuffled into a New York court for jury selection for his rape trial. 120 potential jurors have been summoned for jury selection, but there was a surprise among them. Supermodel Gigi Hadid turned heads when she entered court. The 24-year-old disclosed that she had met Weinstein and actress Salma Hayek, a potential witness, but said she could remain impartial. Weinstein, 67, is accused of raping a woman in a Manhattan hotel room in 2013 and sexually assaulting another in 2006. Hadid will return to court later this week for additional questioning. Iran says several people have been arrested over the recent downing of a Ukrainian passenger plane that killed 176 people. The government says the arrests came after extensive investigations but would not reveal the exact number of people in custody. Iran's president has called for a special court to be set up to probe the incident. After initially dismissing allegations a missile had brought down the jetliner, Iran admitted it mistakenly shot down the plane. Several people have been injured after two passenger trains collided in the southern Italian city of Naples. A dozen people, including two who were seriously injured, were rushed to hospital following the crash. Investigators say it's too early to tell whether human error or technical failure caused the crash.
A chemical plant in southern China has gone up in flames. Vision of the incident shows the moment the factory was engulfed by a massive fireball. Workers could be seen running away from the plant as the fire took hold. It took more than 200 firefighters several hours to extinguish the blaze. Incredibly, no one was killed or even hurt. As we move towards greener energy, even scientists are urging caution over new age electricity plans which penalise use in the evening peak. A giant new study has looked at 7,000 homes which have switched to the plans and found almost all came out with higher bills. Question, could you have the power usage at your home tonight? That's virtually impossible. With three children, I have to feed them and wash them. Not for everyone. But if you've got a smart meter, you can switch to time-of-use tariffs. You pay a rock-bottom rate overnight, a moderate rate during the day, and then a high rate in the evening. Power companies are pushing these plans right now. When it comes to energy... It's all about getting us to change our ways, taking pressure off the grid in the evening peak by shifting it to the daytime instead, when renewables like solar can feed demand. Demand. The energy industry as a whole is desperate to get as many consumers as possible onto these time-of-use tariffs to really give an incentive not to use power at the peak times of day. Now, one of the biggest studies of its kind involving our own ANU has looked at 7,000 US homes which switched to time of use. The result? Every type of household ended up paying more with the elderly and families amongst those worst off. For the elderly, cutting air conditioning was a risk to health. For families, cutting anything in the evening seemed pie in the sky. Shift workers could come out ahead, but scientists are warning against any mandatory moves to time of use yet. We need to be really careful about time of use tariffs because they can have a different impact on different households. It really can be a costly mistake. It just wouldn't work. Helen Wellings, 7 News. To sport now, David Warner and Aaron Finch have humiliated India in the first one-day match. Mitch Stark got Australia off to the perfect start in Mumbai. India looked like setting a big total after Shikhar Dhawan cruised to a half-century. Soon after, the Indians crumbled. Adam Zampa picked up Virat Kohli for just 16. Their last nine wickets falling for 121 runs to be all out for 255. Warner was given a reprieve early. His court behind decision reversed on review and he made the most of it. Finch and Warner were barely troubled as they both brought up centuries, consigning India to only its second ever 10-wicket loss on home soil. All in all, pretty good performance. So, yeah, very happy. I think any time that you beat India in India, it's, it's a nice feeling, but only first game. The second game will be in Rajkot on Friday. AB de Villiers got his Brisbane Heat career off to the perfect start against the Adelaide Strikers. Andrew Simons presented the South African legend his heat cap, but he had to wait as James Pattinson took 5 for 33. With only 111 to chase, Chris Lynn and Max Bryant did the right thing and made way for the South African genius. Yes. His first ball in the big bash and just cover drives it straight to the fence. While De Villiers showed why he's arguably the competition's biggest ever signing, Peter Siddle suffered a nasty finger injury. De Villiers fell for 40 from 32 balls in a taste of what's to come. The Heat won by seven wickets. Tonight, it's a double header across the screens of seven as the Sydney Thunder play the Melbourne Renegades before the Perth Scorchers host the Melbourne Stars.
Ash Barty got her summer of tennis back on track yesterday. After a shock loss in Brisbane, Barty trailed Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova in her first match in Adelaide. But Australia's world number one fought back to claim her first singles win of the summer. It's something I try and pride myself on, is that it, um, no matter what the score is, I try and find. The bushfire smoke haze has become a real worry for Australian Open organisers. Several players were badly affected during qualifying and needed medical treatment, including Eugenie Bouchard. Officials say conditions will be closely monitored and the health of players is a priority. The Oli Roos are one step closer to Olympic qualification after drawing with Bahrain at the AFC Under-23 Championship. It's Remy Nazarene and Australia have the advantage with their first effort on goal. The one-all draw was enough for the Aussies to finish on top of their group and reach for the quarterfinals. The top three teams at the tournament qualified for the Olympics. Something freakish and totally inexplicable happened when Scotland's Stephen Maguire played this shot at the Snooker Masters. His face says it all. The reaction of the Aussie opponent, Neil Robertson, Maguire and the referee tell you they had just seen a one in a million physics-defying mistake. Maguire recovered from the brilliantly accidental error to win the match. Sydney's Taronga Zoo is set to receive part of the $50 million emergency fund to help Australia's wildlife recover from the bushfires. The conservation park is caring for native animals injured in the East Coast disaster. We can get the money that we've allocated right out on the ground quickly, working together with our state agencies. When the full extent of the bushfire damage is assessed, koalas are expected to be classified as an endangered species. Taking a look at the weather right around the country, low pressure troughs over parts of WA, Northern Territory, Queensland and New South Wales are triggering widespread showers and thunderstorms. A trough near the southeast Queensland coast is causing showers and a few thunderstorms. Tropical cyclone Claudia continues to move away from WA over the Indian Ocean. Brisbane, showers and 28 degrees. Sydney, mostly sunny and 27. Canberra, 33 today and hazy. Melbourne, late thunderstorms and 34, Hobart 31 and a possible thunderstorm, Adelaide 28 and mostly sunny for you, Perth hot 37 degrees today, Darwin 34 degrees and mostly sunny. That is Seven's early news for this Wednesday the 15th of January. I'm Natalie Barr. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.